the motherfuckers. Welcome back. Have an interesting for one for them tonight, huh? Very. <laughs> I am grinning ear to ear in expectation and anticipation. That's the better word um, for this episode right now. I literally cannot even believe that we're getting to have this conversation. I mean, we're getting to have it live, but they're going to listen to it recorded forever imprinted on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be out there. Are, are you ready for this to be out there? I don't give a fuck. All right. So about to say anything that can get me sued. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not to. Yeah. Uh, hasn't the statute of limitations passed on all that by now? No, I'm talking. Does about that apply like, to being sued? I'm talking for about defamation. Like, yeah, I'm talking about like <laughs> no. If I make a defamatory statement right now, like I, that's I don't know if civil I don't know if civil courts actually have statute of limitations. Honestly. I think that hmm. may just be criminal. So, all right. Yeah. Well, don't come here for legal advice. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's give a shout out to Bumbles for uh, the previous episode. That was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. And tonight we're pretty much touching on a lot of what we touched on in that episode. It is not going to be repetitive. We're going to build on it and expand on it and take the things that we've learned from her and apply them to our discussion today. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that we should start by expanding a little bit on the first story that you told on the last podcast. Um, so to remind people, if you have been listening dedicatedly every week that these come out and it's it's been a week since you listened to the last episode and you're not a binge listener i thought you said you weren't um, going to be repetitive <laughs> <laughs> well i i do tend to be kind of long-winded um uh See, now you're making me forget, and I'm going to have to start all over. Oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> if you guys are wondering why the podcast has been running a little bit longer. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> well, point it out to them. There's a solid chance that 50% of them haven't noticed yet. <laughs> that is all my fault. Because I don't know when to shut the no, it actually isn't your fault. Like It's usually with guests, and they run long because, I don't know, the conversation's just just get away okay i know how to cut you off i can cut you off easily yeah this is true and without hesitation so please bring it on um but i think that we should go back and revisit our last topic that we started with and that was um share a story about a time that you were cheating because i think that your story had some holes and gaps in it <laughs> <laughs> and that it would be easier to understand your story from before if you told it, the whole truth about it. Yeah. People were confused. Yeah. Who are, who are people? Who are these people? Stop listening to my podcast, you, you confused motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
I had to pre-drink for this one. <laughs> I don't pre-game these these episodes. Um, do you really think it like? For, uh, oh my God, are you trying to back out now? Have I hyped no, it no, up no. too much that you're no, backing out no, of this? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking in my head. Like, yeah, it kind of pertains to that story, but, eh, but I guess, uh, I guess I'll save this. So the girl that I'm sure a lot of you have heard this story that kicked me in the face through the car window. I had been cheating on her with another chick. And and that chick was actually cheating on somebody with me. <laughs> Why are your eyes getting Just so a big? cheater circle here. Oh, yeah. Totally. Hey, what do you expect at that age? Um, the problem is <laughs> that the one I was cheating on the girl with, and I'm only telling this because it pertains to everything. Um, we'll get to that in a second. I married the bitch. I married the bitch. Oh my God. You really belabored that point there. I married the bitch. You, I, you, I, you, you drug it out and then you just <laughs> word vomited it like four times. Cause I, I was, I married the bitch. I was, I was talking so much trying to think like, how do I actually say this? I married the bitch. Five, five times now. <laughs> At the age of 23, I married a bitch. And I was married about a year and a half. I knew the day that I got married that I was getting a divorce, like 100%. Um, that's a story and it's in and of itself. Uh, there are so many stories that we can talk about now. I literally cannot wait to get to that. Like <laughs> I'm biting my cheek during this podcast because I know that they're <laughs> crazy tangents and that we shouldn't get into them. But there are so many stories now about like this time and this realm of his life that we can tell and dig into and so maybe I'm we'll do like so a Q&A after this comes out and, and oh then, do a follow-up episode because definitely there's, there's a lot there uh i don't really talk about it much to anyone um in case people are wondering why they've never heard this or why i've never talked about it to me truthfully like since the day that i was divorced it it was just like part of my life that never happened i don't know that Everybody's going to understand that, but it's true. Like, it just didn't oh, no. exist to me anymore. Oh, no. They're going to tell you all about your traumas and how they're going to deep dive into the psych of that. Oh, God. No trauma from it at all. Um, But, uh, you know, it just, like I said, I, I fucked people for years that have no idea that I was fucking married. Because I just don't fucking talk about it. If you didn't know me in that time in my life, like, Unless you ask me point blank, have you ever been married? Like, it's it's not something I avoid. It's just not something I bring up or talk about. I've literally seen this bitch one, maybe two times since then. And this is a pretty long time ago. Like, it just, you know, I don't know. It's weird because it just seems like a part of my life that never really existed. Mm -hmm. um, but the reason that I'm talking about it is because... You know, I come on my platforms and on here and everywhere else, and I speak about a lot of things. I know I'll, I'll obviously a lot of people understand and realize, like, at least when it comes to sex, I know clearly know what I'm talking about. Um, 
but I do like interject on like relationship shit sometimes. And as somebody that, you know, doesn't get involved in relationships and hasn't in many years, I still tell people like, of course I know, like I can talk about relationships. I've been in them. Uh, Like I wouldn't know that I fucking hate them if I hadn't been in them. You know what I mean? Um, So I guess this is just like another layer of, you know, the, what's the word you used in there? Experience. Another layer of experience that I can talk (laughs) about. I do feel confident talking about marriage, divorce, cheating, all that shit, because I've been through it. Um, You will speak to us over there. (laughs) I think they all are. I'm not, I'm speechless on behalf of them. I'm not speechless for the same reasons that they're speechless, but yeah, kind of speechless. Well, it pertains in like in many aspects, but we both were cheating um, on each other. Yeah. Do you want to go back and like give us some context to some of the other um, stories that you told on the previous podcast? Like that not only like relationships starting based off of cheating, but also um, like your experiences that you mentioned, like, I remember you alluding to you having been a cheater yourself. And while you were cheating, you were studying your own behaviors. I would, yeah, we can dig into that. I I didn't realize I had actually mentioned that on the other one, but yeah. I think you did. Yeah. That is, um, it's, it's something that I started to do when I started cheating. I didn't really know if she was cheating. I didn't know until a certain point, mm. but I was able to figure it out by having studied myself cheating <laughs> on her. Okay. And I like actively made a conscious decision to like legit study myself. Like what am I doing differently? Cause I'm a very pattern prone person. Like, I see patterns and everything and it's fucks me up and it's absurd that I can't help it. So I started watching my own fucking patterns and I would make notes of certain things. And, um, you know, so I could actively not do them and be aware that this is something that people do because I'm just a normal person doing this, you know, not for the first time, but, you know, I was very young and hadn't, quote unquote, dated that many women. So yeah, I'd have a lot of experience with it, but I figured if I'm going to do it, I better be good at it because nobody wants to get caught doing that shit. Fair. Plus when you're married, you know, you've got money and possessions involved. (laughs) You really don't want to fuck that up. Um, Yeah. So what kind of things did you notice about yourself? The one that like sticks out the most, and I, I've watched this shit with not just my own self, not with chick I'm talking about. I've watched this shit with friends. Mm. I gotta be really careful on this episode. <laughs> They're not friends anymore, but I'm still not trying to like sell anybody down the river. Uh, I've watched friends do it. It's, I think it's just, I, I don't think people can help it. They can't help but talk about the person they're either about to cheat with or are already cheating with. It's like word vomit. Like, mm. and, and it'll be the dumbest shit. The dumbest shit in the world. But it, 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 
like for me, it's like the first time. Okay, that's weird. Like, why would you bring up fucking Brian from the gas station, bitch? <laughs> fuck is Brian at the gas station doing? Fuck are you talking about? One time, okay, not a big deal. Second time, all right. Now something's going on. Like, mm-hmm. because there's no worldly reason to bring this person up. Like, to the point where a motherfucker will not just talk about a person. Let me tell you about the person. Let me tell you who he is first. Let me tell you who she is first. <laughs> and then tell the mm-hmm. story. Um, that was the biggest one that stood out to me, aside from, like, I don't know, lying in general like if you can spot a liar you can spot a liar i, I don't think that I, I think different people lie differently yeah and i feel like that's a little bit non-specific however i do really like your analysis of like hey if there's these random people that keep being brought up and talked about um i, I think that there's something to that what do you mean um, non-specific like, I just don't think that being a liar is specific to being a cheater. It's not. But if you're going to cheat, you inevitably, on some level, you're going to end up having to lie. Because it's just, I don't know, maybe Bumbles would be better to ask about this. But I feel like if it's a consistent thing and, you know, one time thing, you can get away with that shit. And then, you know, hands washed, never talk to the person again. It was just a fuck, whatever. But if this is somebody that is, consistently fucking you or whatever i think it's a different story yeah yeah maybe like i, I, I think you just have no choice i see your point Whether i see it's your about point where where you're where you're going where you've been you know some somewhere along the lines right i think that it goes one way but i don't think that it goes the other i think that you can't be a cheater without also being a liar but i think that you can be a liar without being a cheater so oh, yeah, i think I that to say that. I, I wasn't that, saying that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, I just think that, I just think that like to say that, oh, spot, be able to spot a cheater and you'll be, or be able to spot a liar and you'll be able to spot a cheater is like unhelpful advice. I no, guess, I, is what I think I'm, is what I, I think I'm getting at. Because... No, no. <laughs> I, I know plenty of fucking liars. It doesn't mean they're fucking cheaters. Uh, that that in itself is something completely different. But I, I, what I meant is, you know, on some level, if you're in a relationship and you're you're carrying on some sort of affair, relationship, whatever, on some level, you're gonna have to lie. And if you can, when you're with somebody, especially for an extended period of time, it's so easy to know when they're lying. Like it's you don't even have to try. Like, because you know them so well, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean by like being able to spot a liar. I'm not saying the person you're cheating with or on or whatever is a liar or you're a liar constantly or whatever. I'm just saying like on some level, there's going to be some lies told. And if you really are in a relationship with said person, you're probably going to fucking be able to tell. Yeah, you would hope. Yeah. So... Like, what kind of stupid things were you starting to say about people who you were cheating with? I don't, you know, this is many years ago. I I don't remember specifics. I remember the girl I was cheating with. Yeah. Um, She was a hairdresser and used to do my hair every once in a while. It was. Oh, so you'd be talking all about your haircuts. Probably something along the lines of that. Um, 
and the chick knew, like the chick, she didn't know when it was happening, but she had brought it up like, I don't know, months or whatever later. I brought the bitch up and I was like, I know I fucked up on that one, bitch. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because I had you brought her up. up. I had brought the bitch up to her. And, and she brought this person up in the context of like, you're sleeping with this woman. Oh yeah. Ah, so, so she caught you. She didn't catch me because I was like, you're, that is absurd. I would never. Just because you denied until you died doesn't mean (laughs) that it wasn't true. Okay. Well, turns out she was doing the same fucking thing. Okay. And how'd you catch her? I didn't quote unquote catch her per se the same way she didn't catch me, but she was doing the same shit. She she randomly starts talking about some fucking dude out of nowhere. And this is also somebody who had a drug problem. So her drug of choice keeps a motherfucker talking. They can't shut the fuck up. I'll leave it okay. at that. <laughs> and she started talking about this dude. And it was like one day, then the next day. And this is like not somebody like from a friend circle. This is just a complete fucking stranger. Like, yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. Maybe not a complete stranger, but because they had a backstory, but the backstory Mm -hmm. was probably bullshit anyway. You also have to understand, like, I didn't care. So it didn't, I didn't care to catch the bitch because I was off fucking everybody under the sun, including several of her best friends. So with her knowledge or without her knowledge? Yeah. Okay. Both. (laughs) Okay. We used to fuck a lot of her friends together. And that would fuck some of them behind her back. And her closest friend, we never fucked with her together, but I did. Um, So, yeah. So I I (laughs) just. What a good husband you were. Yeah, totally. It was the best. The best is. But like I said, like, I didn't care. I, I, I had suspected. I felt like I knew. I got confirmation years later. Like I was going to ask from some of her friends that I ran into at a bar, literally like 10 years later. I'm like, Oh, I'm sure that by that point, all of her friends gave her confirmation of your. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if chicks would sell themselves out like that. I really don't. I don't think they would. Hmm. I suspect. I suspect that one of my ex best friends fucked my ex-wife. And I have suspected it since the day I'm pretty sure it fucking happened. And you sound even, a little mad. And uh, you mad? You sound well, a little. You sound a little heated about this. You, nah, you know this. You know the dude. Voice got a little faster. You, you know the dude. You know I don't like him. Yeah, I know. So it has nothing to do with the bitch. I don't care about the bitch. I asked him years later. I was like, "Fuck, like, I don't care. Legit, I don't fucking care." But I'm pretty sure you fucked her. Nah, 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 nah. nah. No, 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 no. And I know him. He's a piece of shit. And okay. Okay. <laughs> I know what the fuck he does. So I don't know. I'm rambling. Yes. <laughs> Let me stop before I say too much. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> um, okay. So it, when you never confronted her about the cheating, it was years later that you confirmed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then like 
all of that cheating that you were doing. And then Actually, hold on. she's cheating on one person. Hold okay, on. What? I just remember something. I totally forgot about this. Okay. Um, just for everyone's peace of mind. I left the bitch. <laughs> oh my God. But I, I gotta I, say, we will get to these stories. <laughs> I, I gotta say, like, she started talking about there was another dude she started talking about. And I gotta, I'm trying to think because I, I really want to be careful about some of the things that I say. But we kind of we didn't run in the same circle, but we had circles that were close. And she started talking about this dude. He's just fucking looks like a little boy. And uh, oh, so careful you're being about how you're talking about people right now. It's not. Uh, I don't. It's not that that I'm trying to be careful about. Oh, okay. <laughs> Try not to incriminate myself on shit. Uh, <laughs> Oh, um, here I thought you were trying to be nice. Nope. Not, Just trying to protect yourself. Oh, of if course. he's listening, he could suck my dick. I, I, <laughs> I fucking, I, I was pretty sure, like, I was on my way out. Like, I legit already had my, my lawyer, my paperwork from my lawyers that I hadn't given to her. Like, I knew I was getting divorced. And I was pretty sure she was fucking this dude because she wouldn't shut the fuck up about him. And nobody talks about this dude. Like, nobody wants to fuck this dude. He's fucking, nobody, like, he's a fucking cornball. Okay. And I ran into this motherfucker in a fucking bar, got him in the bathroom and scared the shit out of that motherfucker. Oh but, boy. But they ended up fucking married. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, in fairness, the girlfriend that he you looks had... like Kermit the Frog. Okay. Well in... <laughs> irrelevant, but ribbit. the ribbit, ribbit. The girlfriend. <laughs> I totally had never mind. I'm not going to say this. Um, So, I mean, in fairness, the chick that you were dating for a place to live, you were cheating on her with the person who became your future wife. So Mm -hmm. for her to be cheating with someone who became her future husband, like Mm -hmm. last I heard comes around, goes again around last I heard. And this is, some years ago at this point um maybe in the last 10 years though but uh and i only heard this because it made the newspapers in the town i came from but last i heard he uh threw a molotov cocktail through her window and tried to kill the bitch oh my okay well that sounds crazy you definitely know some crazy people and have lived a crazy life that i sometimes cannot even Adam being involved in. <laughs> so there's that. It was a different time. We didn't have the internet. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. We had to create our own fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what we'll go with. Fun, not violence. Um, so all this time, like that you were cheating, did you ever have any guilt? Did you ever have any regrets? Um no. You, so then like what did you what did you learn from all of that? I I imagine that plenty to get you to a point where you now are like I will not even have sex with someone who's married. Like what changed between then and now when you were before like married? and cheating on her left and right um 
pretty much equivalent and equatable to the way, in my opinion, um, like the stories that we heard from Bumbles. Um, how, how do you go from there to the point where at, you're at now, where you're like, no relationships, uh, straight up, totally honest with people all the time to a point of sometimes arguably brutality and um, like completely refusing to be involved with anyone who's married. Uh, getting involved with somebody that's married or not, I, I guess it somewhat pertains to all of this because it all kind of comes together. After that point in my life, um, it was, this was like, uh, I think I learned more about life and myself in this time period. And it was also like a door opened up to me being able to like sit back, look at my own life, evaluate things. Um, if I can, forward. if I can interject for one second, I want to hear the rest of your response, but I will say, I, I do think that your early 20s is a time for that naturally, no matter what, no matter what position you're in or situation of your life you're in. I really think that there's a lot of um, like if you're pers smart. personal growth that happens around that time for if a lot smart. of people. Sure. I, if you're smart. I know a lot okay. of people that, that I'll give you that. That did not grow very much past that point in their life. And Touché. You know, it all, after I came out of that, like, it's a, it's a kind of a shock to the system. I don't, I don't really know how else to, to describe it. I left her. I hated her. I wanted her out of my life. Um, but had been living with this chick for several years at that point. And just going from like that dynamic to, okay, now I'm all alone in this big ass house, completely alone. I had a lot of time to think about a lot of shit. Yeah. And I knew what I had put myself through and, and, and all that bullshit with her. I knew that I did not ever want that to happen again. Um, so I just started doing some like, just really like looking at my life. And it also kind of coincided with, um, you know, my best friend at the time, we had a pretty big click of people, you know, but it was me and this dude, you know, it was our click. And I just really wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with my friends. I started like really looking and realizing like, man, you really are only as good as the people you surround yourself with. And I'm right now I'm surrounding myself with, I have a drug addict ex-wife, alcoholic drug addict ex-wife. You know, all my friends are fucking scumbags, which was cool in my early fucking 20s and in late teens because I was a fucking scumbag too. But once you really start to realize how the world works, you know, you can only blame yourself for anything that happens to you in this fucking world, you know, whether it's whatever it is. And if I was going to put myself into these situations, I had to be able to take responsibility for them. So the best way to avoid that was to figure out how not to get in those situations and, you know, and to be okay with taking responsibility for everything that I fucking do. 
And a lot of that kind of surrounds karma, in my opinion. Um, I might have been a scumbag or, or I might be a scumbag to a lot of people in this fucking world, but I've never had a friend that would tell you whether we're still friends today or not that would tell you that I was a shitty friend. And that's something I didn't feel like I didn't feel like it went both ways. And, you know, when your friends are shitty, you know, and and you can be subjected to that just because yeah. that's who they are as people. I started to I, I started to distance myself and I completely changed my life um, pertaining to like who I surrounded myself with and shit like that. But. I also came to a realization in that time period. And this was kind of separate, really, of then the, the cheating and all the cheating. Like, I just feel like karma. Like, I don't I don't want to do shit to anybody that I don't want done to myself. That's really what it comes down to. Nobody likes yeah. to feel like shit. You know what I mean? There's too mm -hmm. much. There's too much pussy in this fucking world. There's too many not married women in this world. And if there's one thing I can say, I've seen karma work a million fucking times. I don't want any parts of it. That's why I don't fuck married women. The cheating, like, I, it's, I don't need it in my life. I don't need the drama. Any of that shit. But I also came to the realization at that, that point, and it kind of set my life on, a, on the path pretty much to where I'm at right now. And that was like, I learned that if I was just brutally honest to women, 100% honest with them. This is what it is. We aren't dating. We are fucking. That's it. I ever find out you tell somebody we're dating, we ain't fucking no more. Like, brutally, brutally fucking honest. Mm -hmm. And it worked. It worked like a fucking charm. It works to this day. And for the longest time, I thought it worked because I was being honest. I was told otherwise, though. <laughs> what were you told? The wingman chick, my, Have you, we were just talking about this a uh, couple podcasts previous. Um, okay. I like, I knew, I knew the story, but I was, yeah. I was trying to remember whether or not we had discussed it on the podcast. That was my pause. So, we did. Sorry. I think it was on the one that's out now. Um, okay. But uh, she, I, I told her like, this is long before any of that shit happened. We were just best friends. And I was talking to this bitch one day and I was like, yo, I got it all figured out, dog. She was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I ain't got to lie to these bitches. I ain't got to do shit to these bitches, but tell them the fucking truth. I ain't dating you. We ain't never going to date. We're fucking take it or leave it. It is what it is. And they always say yes. <laughs> and she just started cracking up. She was like, all right, well, you know, it's a challenge. Not yeah. She was like, you know, it's not because you're being honest. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I was How could that be? genuinely shocked. I was like, no, 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 no. It's because I'm being honest. <laughs> she's like, no, they see it as a challenge. I think she's probably right. Oh. oh. On yeah. some level. On some level, you maybe not all of them, but I think on some level, she's she's probably right about that. Potentially. I mean, I don't I don't think that that's necessarily what we're what we're here to dig into on this particular evening, but it is, it is an interesting theory and probably some validity to it. Um, but you know, there were, there were some things that you were saying 
that has me thinking. And I think that this kind of relates to, um, you know, topics that we've talked about in the last podcast, but also things that we were talking about a few podcasts ago with the story with um, my guy, my good guy friend who became um, involved in an exclusive relationship, but then was still looking for things outside of the relationship. And that um, calls to question something that I myself have pondered a lot frequently. Um, And I guess that this even goes back to our like Mormon and Swinger podcast as well from recently. And that is, is monogamy and the concept of monogamy an unrealistic fantasy? And can one person ever be enough? I, and, and I th- and I think that I would like to evaluate this from the perspective of like just humans <laughs> in general, but also from like a relatively um, like instinct driven and like hyper arguably hypersexual perspective as well. And is there a difference, do you think? I'm sorry, that was kind of a long-winded question. Multiple questions. parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I guess I'm just saying like I, I I have some I have some perspectives that I want to analyze this from. So I get a lot of people messaging saying, you know, people aren't programmed for monogamy, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's got something, you know, to say along those lines, I guess. I I don't think you can make that kind of blanket statement. Right. First, which is why I want to look at it from many generations, perspectives, many generations before anyone that's listening, your grandparents, your great grandparents, like these were all monogamous people to an extent. I mean, to a large extent. Do you think it's a generational thing? I don't think it's a generational thing. Um, People can talk shit about monogamy all they want, but you know, look at how many motherfuckers been divorced six, seven, eight times. Like, sure. Look at like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It just, I, I think it's, it depends on the person. Like, do you think that three, four, five generations ago, they were truly monogamous or just that culture and society has changed and that we talk about it more now or that divorce has become more socially acceptable now. Well, I and mean, so then the perception is that there's this shift away from monogamy, but actually it wasn't happening then and isn't happening now. And the difference is how we talk about it. I think you have to take into account like, environment like five generations ago okay where, where, where are they fucking cheating in the in the cave down the street like <laughs> fuck out of here maybe like, five generations and, 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 was a stretch and like, the bitches the bitches weren't cheating because they're at home with their five and a half million kids that they got to raise allowed <laughs> to leave the house so like you really have to put all that into perspective but they're there to say that there's not like some sort of inherent um trait or urge or something for people to come together, procreate and and start families. Like you can't deny that. Like that is ingrained in people. Yes, I I do. I think agree. they're trying to do away with that. I 
what do you what are, what were you going to say that you think that they're trying to do away with that? I think through? society is trying to do through society. I was saying I mm. think society wants to do away with that. Mm. And there's you know plenty of theories on that. Yeah, I see. I, but to say, like okay, the first thing that I think of when somebody says like we're not programmed to be monogamous, and I don't know. I'm sure I've talked about this before. Maybe not. I don't know. My fucking parents are fucking married. They've been married for, I don't even know how many fucking years. It's a lot at this fucking point. Um, to my knowledge, nobody ever cheated on anybody. And they're best friends. Like these two motherfuckers are conquering life together to this fucking day. So to yeah. say like people aren't programmed for monogamy or whatever the fuck, however you want to, you know, whatever terminology you want to use. I don't think you can say that. No. Yeah. I think it just depends Man. on the person and their priorities and, and what they're willing to give and take. Yeah. I think that this is really, really hard. And I don't think that it's something that we're going to get to the bottom of tonight. I don't know that it's something that even like the best psychologists are going to get to the bottom of ever, ever. to be honest. Um, so at this point, I'm my goal is not to come up with a solution but rather to provoke thought so For or sure. not or i guess i shouldn't say come up with a solution but come up with an answer um i think this is going but to, instead yeah i think this is going to provoke so much thought and it's going to really open up a, a interesting conversation on my media for sure i hope so too i hope so and and here's my here's my perspective on parts of this is that like when you think about the animalistic, like take, take this back to basic needs and desires. And, and, and you can look at that through the perspective of humans, or you can even take this back further and, and just look at it in like mammals or other animals even. Um, and you know, basic needs are water, food, shelter, sex, mm. and, and sex, sex stems from, yeah, I, yeah, I understand. Sex, water, food. Uh. <laughs> okay, you, you'd be homeless and still be able to have sex before. Have we met? <laughs> okay fair we don't need to go down did that. you miss the whole hold on did you miss the whole story about fucking one girl because i needed a place yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> I, work <True>. it out. <laughs> I did hear that i did hear that yes that is true but my point here is that like we have an animalistic urge to recreate and procreate and there's a there's a drive that you will never likely understand or feel that to reproduce and to perpetuate your species, whether that's something that you ever consciously are aware of or not, it is there. Right. Um, and I, I want to get a little more into this into another, or I want to get a little more into this on another podcast. So I won't belabor the point too much here now, Make a list. but I, don't worry. It's, I think it's already on the list, to be honest. Um, if it's not, it's on a mental list. And 
But, and, and here, here's where I'm getting to at the, at the end of all of this. We are at the end of the road here, I promise. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit tired and a little bit drunk and the combination is <laughs> not working terribly well tonight, I will admit. Um, <laughs> but we're at the dead end. This dead end is the fact that there are animals in the animal kingdom that are mating pairs for life, which is like, and then there's the animals that just go humans. out. Then there's the, the animals that just go out and rape a bitch. Yes, and then there's the very few animals that have sex recreationally, not with the intention of just procreating. So there's yeah on this spectrum, you have the animals that use sex as a reproductive tool. That is it, and they will reproduce with anyone and everyone of their species that they can find to reproduce because their urge is to perpetuate their genes and that's all that they care about and getting their genes on and getting their species to live for another generation or two or five or whatever. Then you have the animals that only have sex with the, like with the intent of reproduction but they'll have lifetime mating pairs. There aren't penguins like that or some shit. I was going to say it's a, there's a bird for sure. I don't know. I'd have I to do a little is. more research. I, I didn't know that we were going to get it down this rabbit hole. So uh, <laughs> I, I didn't look any of this up ahead of time. I'm pretty sure it's penguin. <laughs> Admittedly. Um, and, and then there's, you know, I, I feel I feel like you get the point. But then, you know, you have you have the animals think, that will that will have sex as recreation as well as to reproduce. I feel like humans fall under that. Um, it, it, and then is there, though, another animal out there other than humans capable of both of both sex for the purpose of reproduction as well as lifetime mating pairs no sorry sex with the purpose is sex for recreation <laughs> sex for recreation i'm sorry and sex for recreation and have a lifetime mating pair i don't think so i doubt it there's like very few animals that even have sex for recreation so the I'm chances sorry. that that exists out there is very rare okay but did you mean like the, the man penguin is fucking somebody a, a different penguin I don't know. <laughs> That's a confusing analogy. I'm going to be honest with you. When you brought up the animal thing, I was like, wow, this is a great analogy, but uh, kind of <laughs> kind of lost it. I, you know what? I like, I think that I was there and then I just kept talking and I lost it a little no, bit. But it, that's a great fucking analogy though. It really is like, you're, you're very much on point. Like there are, there are lots of different animals that, once a year, twice a year, that's fuck season. They fuck whatever they can. And then yeah. some animals that mate for life. Um, but it is interesting that it's a species thing. Not yeah. like a case by case on penguins. You know, like right. this penguin fucks all these bitches and this one just fucks that one. I would, yeah, I would be really, really, really interested to study and know a little bit more about like the human history of sex and like do we have anything that states any you know outside of like 
religious documents, that any historical documents dating back to whenever that tell of a time that groups humans, you know, into one of one of those group one of those groups that's a little bit more um, like fitting within the animal kingdom. It, either you know they were only having sex for the purpose of reproduction was there a time where that ever existed or was there a time where they were only truly like partners for life or was there a time where um you know was there ever a time where humans had a reproductive season the same way that animals do like i would be i would be really interested to know that and like where it was just like a madhouse of like men running around trying to fuck and get pregnant, but get as many women as they could pregnant the same way that it is in the animal. Like, it's probably not. I feel like we yeah, would know about child, this if this was a thing. Child support wasn't a thing. But like, I don't know. You just have to wonder and think like how, like how did we, I don't know. This was way, this is a way tangent that I was not anticipating us getting down. Um, Somebody get me Steve Irwin. <laughs> Somebody get me a stingray. He'll know. He'll know. He'll know. Do stingrays no. mate for life? <laughs> no. Not a good joke. Too soon? Yeah. Really? I I think so. I don't, I don't know. I just don't think that that's a joke ever. Turns out. <laughs> no. I'm sure there's people out there with very, 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 very dark humor that are laughing, but. Ah, fuck with y'all. Judging. Okay. All right. So I don't know how we get back on the topic of cheating from here. (laughs) (laughs) Part of this is probably a result of me not having a very good outline for this episode. (laughs) If I'm being honest. Oh my gosh. Wheels are just falling off. Um, We're almost there. Yeah, I know. So... I had intended on... There's still a lot more here that we've... Right. I had intended on trying to talk about reasons that people cheat during this episode. Um, I don't have a good way of relaying this back, but (laughs) maybe this is... Maybe we just say, like, sorry, this is what we're talking about after our 20-minute conversation about animals and... (laughs) Happy feet and penguins. So why do people cheat? Because they can't get in touch with you on the phone for you to break up with them. That's (laughs) number one. (laughs) The amount of times I have laughed to myself since we recorded that one. I bullshit you not. I I think about it. I'm just like, that's slick, man. That's that's real slick, bro. Oh yeah, you like you almost had there. the bitch. <laughs> almost got me. Oh god. Um I mean, I think the list of reasons why people cheat can go on and on. Uh I think I touched on the subsided physical relationship on the previous podcast where you know and I I think and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I think if you're you're in a relationship like that, 
I'm assuming that's along the lines of marriage or whatever, um, that if the physical relationship is lacking, I would assume the other person will, would have made some sort of comment about it. Yeah, I mean, you can assume that, but I don't think that it's always necessarily a fair assumption. I think that I think that we, in general, are still not good <laughs> at communicating about sex. I just somebody you're fu- people okay. you're right people you're right. You're don't right. communicate about sex well if for the most part there are exceptions to that rule but i think that in general it's something that people struggle to have conversations about and struggle to know how do i bring it up that i'm not satisfied without hurting their feelings i think that's the number probably the number one hesitation surrounding having conversations about sex i see that's that's so foreign to me like i've watched people go through divorces and i've watched one of them go through a divorce mainly surrounding sex yeah and you know when it all came out like he just was embarrassed to tell this bitch like what his fucking kinks and fetishes or whatever were that blows my mind. Like, why? Then why the fuck did you marry the bitch? You can't tell her what you like sexually. Why would you marry somebody? That doesn't make sense to me. Was it something like, did he have these fetishes or kinks or whatever it was that he felt like he couldn't tell her? Did he have those when they got married or was this something that developed? And, you know, you get married in one place in one state of mind and then you grow, grow apart or grow together. Um, nonetheless, you grow with time. They were and- together. They were together 10 years before they got married. and. He had them all before they started dating. Oh. There's oh, that's kind of bad then. You're kind no, of living a lie at that point. In my the, at the very least, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the day this dude got married, I was not the only one that said, Hey, you gotta stop fucking hookers now. Because this guy likes to fuck hookers. Is that his fetish? No. But he would go to hookers to fulfill to fulfill fetish. whatever it was. Oh, and I mean, when I tell you, I was I thought I was going to be the only one to tell him that. <laughs> but several of us told him, "Wow, like, you're married!" Like, because we all liked the girl. The girl was cool as shit. Mm-hmm. All genuinely liked her. Apparently, he and Stat. Yeah. So. Oops. Okay, so arguably, that's a reason in and of itself is having a. Well, I guess it kind of goes under like you're no longer sexually satisfied. You have a kink or a fetish that they're not into that you just need. Um, I think that there's a degree of like thrill of the chase surrounding surrounding cheating. And and not only thrill of the chase, um, but along this way. Along with that thrill of getting caught, I can think of any situation that I've ever had, not 
like cheating sex, but any type of like risky or public sex, I think that what's attractive about it is that adrenaline, that, that thrill of like, you could get caught doing this and it's a different, it's a different kind of rush. I'll admit. So I get that. that No, I I don't want you to think that I have a a thing for this. This is something that I'm not, I'm not talking about you. I'm saying women, like I've come across a lot of women that want that shit. And I'm like, I do it. I don't give a fuck. Like it is what it is. But they're they're sitting there like thrilling getting caught. I'm like, bitch, I've been trying my whole life not to get caught doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was something it, when I was younger, it was something that was more attractive to me. It's something I've grown out of since, but I can remember how I felt in those times and understand like where that was coming from. I think I've certainly found my rushes during sex elsewhere in the time, in the time since. But when I think about like very early it definitely um, wasn't a thing for me in my sex life yeah that was that was it was definitely a thing for me um not the i, I never not the thrill of yeah i not never the, wanted to get caught <laughs> i just wanted to fuck <laughs> yeah fair i mean mine was not the thrill of getting caught in terms of uh like cheating with a partner but the thrill of getting caught in terms of public sex right um and then with it is there a degree of thrill of knowing that you could have gotten caught but then you got away with it and feeling like mm. i mean i i think all that comes down to like who the person is like i think it's all personal preference i can tell oh, you yeah, absolutely. i can tell you what i learned in the last seven or so years the thrill of somebody telling me how bad they want to fuck me is almost as good as fucking them Yep, and which, that was and another sure, point, which I'm sure a lot of men don't get to, get to experience. But that's a hell of a yep. fucking thing. Yep, that was another thing I was going to bring up was just the the thrill of being. No, I guess I shouldn't call it the thrill of being desired, being desired, but like the compliment and ego boost that you get from being desired, and you can't always get that if you don't project yourself as single or project yourself as available. And so I think that that opens the door then to cheating or exploration for one reason or another. Um, Do you want to touch at all on like conquering Cause this is not something that I feel like I can relate to or put words to very well. Uh, I, I get that it's a thing, but. Um, what do you mean conquering? <laughs> like, I feel like men in particular, and I've, I've been trying really hard not to generalize any of these reasons that people cheat to anyone, anyone sex or gender so i apologize i feel like there are some people who like i don't know enjoy getting off on the fact that like yeah i got her or i could get her or yeah like i could get him i wouldn't have cheated i'm totally faithful to my partner like like to an extent the concept of oh my god like a rock star or a movie star expressed interest you're you're married for how many years 
you you go to a you get backstage passes to a to a band and like drunk after the show they express interest and it's more of this like starstruck um like oh my god i'm i'm doing this for the conquer like i'm doing this for for to say that i fucked a xyz to say that i fucked this person i I think think that's a reason people cheat i think conquering yes i think conquering is but i think like when you when you're throwing somebody famous in the mix i think you're kind of blurring lines there because i think that in in it of itself because the person is famous that people will do it what whatever their reasons below that maybe take the fame out of it though take the like well, i, I think that you- there's different degrees of like fame and like that was a very extreme example to try and like get the point across but i think that there's you know, there's different levels of fame. There's the hot girl in town level of fame. There's the mm-hmm. like, is there not? I maybe I came from a really no, fucking yeah. small town. No, you're right. Like, you're right. I, I, I think that that's, I think that that's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Or, or there's the guy with a really good, what is it called? what is it called for like good dick reputation is that a thing isn't there a better term for it i don't know good dick review good dick review is that it never heard that i I, i've been talking about dick reputation for many years dick (laughs) reputation maybe that's what i'm trying to think of i don't know but like okay the the guy in town or the guy who's well known for being one of the best lays yeah point your fingers at yourself guy well known (laughs) being a really good time and because of that he has his pick of the litter and then you get your chance at that and you get your chance to be one of the picks of the litter like i i i think that that concept applies where basically like you're one of few for someone who in comparison to the few who they actually fuck has opportunity to fuck way, 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 way more, okay. many more. I, I can't, I can't speak on the conquering, like the cheating conquering part. Cause I, I can speak as somebody who spent a, a good portion of his life wanting to conquer as much pussy as he could. Oh, okay. But okay. I can't, I can't speak from the opposite side. Like, cause I, when I cheated, it was, I was like, I was just trying to fuck. Like <laughs> that was it. I just wanted to fuck. And with the purpose, it. with the purpose of wanting to conquer pussy. No, or no. Necessarily. That's just like were you um, missing something in your relationship? No, not sexually. Not at all. So why what do you think your reasoning was for cheating? I don't know. I was fucking young as shit and Everybody wanted to fuck me, so I wanted to fuck everybody too. Hmm. I don't think that falls under any of our reasons. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I'm not a normal person. You can't look at me and be like, "We're gonna rate him with the rest of like normal fucking people in society." Okay. Just fair. because I don't, I have consciously chosen to live my life unlike everyone else. My whole life. This isn't just recent. This is my whole life. I don't know. You did get married. Yeah. That was the <laughs> last time I made that mistake. 
I'm just saying that's not consciously unlike everyone else. Okay. And that's a like, no bullshit. We can go down that road on another episode because you're right. I will totally go down the, the road as to why all that shit. Yeah. And we will. I, I think we should. It, I think some of it will be a little bit surprising to people. But yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like in terms of why people cheat, there's a few things that we haven't touched on yet. And that is um like missing, we've talked about a lot of the physical stuff and some of the um just like desires and innate will type of things but i don't think that we've really talked about the emotional side of things and like lacking something in your current relationship not lacking something sexually but maybe lacking something emotionally um or like lacking the companionship that you're looking for or lacking the mental stimulation um that you need from your partner. And I think that those lines get a little bit blurred sometimes because I don't know that those situations always end up in physical cheating. I think that sometimes when people start looking for those things outside of their relationship, they end up looking a little bit more like emotional cheating. And that in and of itself is a big topic, I think. You know, I was trying to like... I was trying to mull it over in my head as, as we've been doing this episode, like trying to put myself into that position. Cause I, I don't believe I've ever been a, in a position where I caught somebody, you know, mentally cheating or emotionally cheating. And the only thing that I can come up with that is for me, I think it would just be a, you know, a break in trust. And I think once trust is broken, like in any, type of relationship whether that's friendship sexual however whatever like once the once the trust is gone it's fucked and i think for me i think seeing something like that would would break trust would would you consider um like someone sexting online or sending provocative photos to someone else outside of their relationship um would you consider that emotional cheating? I don't like. Because you kinda, can't. I don't think that you can consider it physical cheating. No, you can't. And, and I, don't I don't know that you can necessarily consider it emotional cheating either, since it's on a very strictly sexual basis, just by those things in and of themselves. But I don't know I don't, what listen, you could consider I, it. I don't know what you call it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know but what the like, fuck you would call it, but I can tell you it, it's going to come down the same. For me, it will come down the same, in the same category of, okay, cool, go do you. I'm going to go do me. This is done. Like, the trust is gone. Basically, you're saying it's still cheating. Might not fall under emotional, might not fall under physical, but cheating. I, see, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, personally, I don't know if I would consider that cheating, these are like not situations I've ever been in and don't you know, really see myself coming across them, but can I, I put you on the spot for a minute? I, I don't know. Drink. Can you bitch? I don't know. I, I, 
I don't know. I think that for the sake of this conversation, it might help us process this. So you're saying that you don't know whether or not you would consider that cheating or how you would, how you would think of that. Like, so I'm going to challenge you here. I am very clearly owned by you. I'm not allowed to talk to, think about, fuck, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Other men, I am yours. Um, like what would go through your mind if I were doing something like that? How would I even know that? Literally. I don't know. I, Let's, know uh, I don't know. Let's say you caught me taking a nude that wasn't for you. I know how lazy you are when it comes to sending nudes. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. So keep going. <laughs> Let me put you on the spot for a second. <laughs> I mean, okay. If you caught me taking a nude, then you should know even extra that like, oh, fuck, like this bitch doesn't even put put forth effort for nudes that often. But how, like, would I even, like, how am I catching you doing this? This is like, it just, it's, it, it's just not a situation that I, I don't see how it could happen. I don't know. I, I don't know what I would, I would probably punish you on, on some level. All right, fine. It was a bad hypothetical. I tried putting you on the spot. You were a little bit drunk. I thought thought we might get away with a little more answer than that, but it's I, okay. I really don't. I don't know because, it, like, in, my brain has to work logically. That's the only way. I know women's. I know y'all's brains don't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is oh, <logical>. okay. <laughs> Sorry, bitches. No, but my brain works logically. Like. How is that going to happen? We just literally did a podcast, like two podcasts ago, talking about, like, you're welcome to go through my phone. I'm welcome to go through your phone. And guess which one of us will never go through each other's phones? Both of us. Because we don't fucking care. Right, right, so, right. Like, how, like, it's hard for me. Like, you could give me a hypothetical. I know. You don't do hypotheticals. So this was bad. But I could, bad I could try in a hypothetical. But I, I just, it's. Well, and that's why I didn't make this hypothetical situation like like you catching it on my phone or something because I knew that that would just be too unrealistic of a hypothetical for for you to to be able to fathom, which was why I tried the hypothetical of you coming in on me taking a nude, but apparently that was too unrealistic as well, so... Go. If I happen Anyone to come, out there who's if I happen to come in on you taking a nude, you should probably be a little concerned. Like, how did you just get here? <laughs> we don't live near each other. Mm. Okay, yes, fair. I was more so thinking from the perspective of like, if you were visiting me and I was taking a nude and sending a nude while you were here visiting me or while I was visiting you. Oh, so that's how you want to play it? <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm going to play it. I'd be in a hotel fucking somebody else by uh, <laughs> sundown. Sending you videos of it. Okay, okay so clearly, no. so nah, clearly if I caught you, you if I caught, because that's because that's like, come on, man. Like, you know me. I'm so much on the respect thing like that is so disrespectful. I, I would I would not speak to you again, truthfully. Okay, so clearly. This is cheating. That's the point that I'm getting at. What, sending pictures and shit? Like I said, I don't know yeah. if you would call that cheating. To me, it's a break in trust. 
Hmm. And I think there's a difference. I think there's a difference between you can easily say, okay, this person broke my trust. We decided to split ways and this person was fucking somebody else or this person was cheating. I think there's a line there and maybe that's just a matter of perception. I don't know. Okay. I see. That's how I perceive it. I see. I see. Sure. I mean, I'll admit, I don't think that it falls under the category of physical cheating. I don't think it falls under the category of emotional. And I'm not really sure what falls in between. Maybe that just like sexual breach in trust or a breach in trust related, like related to sex. I don't know. I don't, think it even has to, I don't even think it has to be related to sex. If, if somebody you're sleeping with, if you lose trust for somebody you're sleeping with, whether that's pertaining to a relationship or not, like, I like my penis a lot. I don't fuck mm-hmm. around with my penis. Like, if I can't trust you, I can't fuck you. It's really as simple as that. Not regularly, at least. Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't know. I... <laughs> I don't disagree, but I just, I just think that like in relation to this conversation, um, I think we need to wind this up. mm -hmm. Um, anything else you want to add? Talk about the animal kingdom again. (laughs) (laughs) Penguins and shit. (laughs) People are going to be like, why is the name of this podcast called penguin love <laughs> you know instead of yeah i mean are we gonna do this toy um yeah sure all right well before the toy is the punishment of the week and i'm excited to talk about this one because i know how much you hate it mm. it's the um heretics fork you don't even know. <laughs> the what? You know that joint I have that I put around your neck? That's got. The- <gasps> oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I, I really enjoy that. And if Adam and Eve sold it, I'd be pushing it right now, but they don't. Yeah. That's a bummer. It's like I, repeat, repeat, I repeat for fork. everyone. Heretics okay. fork. Um, it's, it's Can an you old- spell it? H-E-R-E-T-I-C. Okay. If you can't spell fork, then go get hooked on phonics and get off my podcast. <laughs> um, that's like one of the oldest torture devices in, in history. Like I don't hate that thing. I actually really I like know, it. You look very panicky when you have it on. Mm. You do get panicky and you're a little unsure. Like, you can see it in your face and by the things that you say, but I fucking mm. love it, especially coupled with an anal hook. Anything coupled with an anal hook, I think is amazing. <laughs> All right. <sighs> so let's move on to the toy of the week. Um, it's a male toy. Last male mm-hmm. toy that I pushed did really well. This is called Sasha Gray. Deep Throat Ultra Skin Pocket Pal. Why does it have so many fucking names? You literally could not print all those names in a line (laughs) on the fucking toy. But this is that toy that weighed like, it felt like it weighed five pounds. I remember. I remember, yeah. Um, It's It's got some weight to it. It does have weight to it. 
And I'm not even really sure why I picked that. There's not a lot of toys for men to pick, but I picked it when they, you know, sent us everything. And I got to be honest with you. <laughs> like, first time I used it. So, all right, let me back up a second. A lot of you have heard and seen me years ago do the review on a pocket pussy that I videotaped. And pocket pussies, your face is hilarious. And not the actual action. Oh. I, I videotaped like all the cum dripping out of it. Ew. Yeah, okay. that's what they said too. Ew. Really? I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like to me, like cum dripping out of a pocket pussy, like, ugh. Like, I, I don't say know. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I want to see cum dripping out of like a real pussy or like dripping all over my face. Like, okay, it was for fucking science. All right. <laughs> Jesus, just like this was. All right. I, I, I'm just saying, like, so I want to, I want to preface this toy by saying I have talked mad shit about pocket pussies. Still not a fan of them, to be honest with you. They feel like giant condoms and, and it's really, that's what a, most pocket pussies up until I tried this ever felt like it just felt like an oversized thick condom this thing is fucking different um i'll start by saying the first time that i used it i was drunk hmm. and you know me i get drunk drunk i mm-hmm. like little drunk i get drunk drunk and it got me off pretty fucking quick and i was pretty surprised by it so i used it a couple more times it is different from a pocket pussy in the sense that I feel like there's like different chambers in this thing. First of all, it looks like a mouth. Um, but there's definitely more than like one. Something is different. Something different is going on inside. You can't really look in there to see, I assume, without mm-hmm. cutting it open. But um, I have definitely used it several times. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, I... Forgot to look up how much it costs with the. I'm trying right now. Tell me the name again. Got a pencil? <laughs> Sasha yeah. Gray Deep Throat Ultra Got it. Okay. Uh, but if you're into pocket pussies, like if you're like legit into pocket pussies, you'll fucking love this thing because it's so much better than that fucking the couple of pocket pussies that I tried. Even those weird ones that like are enclosed in something and vibrate. It was nicer than those. Um, so if you're interested, check it out. Link will be in the description below. Happy jerking. Use code fuckboy on checkout for, oh, wait, do we have 50% off that joint? <laughs> um, hold on. I'm applying it right now as we speak. Yes, you do get 50% off one item and free shipping. It is less than $14 delivered. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was that, like, it's worth 15 bucks. It's definitely worth 15 yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely worth 15 bucks. I thought because it was so heavy, it was going to be expensive. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, not after your deal, it isn't. After your code, it's not expensive. Yeah, I mean, 15 bucks out the door. That's all right. Shit. So, link will be in the description. Um, really quickly, 
I also want to say that there is a new YouTube channel. I know a lot of you know about it because you're sick of hearing me talk about it. So fuck you. But there's a new YouTube channel. The link will be in the description below for a video that her and I shot um, showing all these toys that we've been reviewing for the last several weeks and will continue to review until we've gotten through all of them. Um, I will put a link to that video in the description. You have to be a subscriber because all the videos are age sensitive. So subscribe, watch the video, see the toys, understand which ones we're talking about, whatever. You want to add anything else? No, I'm done talking today. All right. Well, she says, thank you from the animal kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, thank you for me. Um, Got some great episodes coming up. Stay tuned. Hope you enjoyed that bombshell. But, but, nothing. All right, bitches. Remember, always be a good girl for daddy. Bye.